This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hi. I don't think I've ever said hi to start the podcast before. <laughs> Welcome to Shepherd Your Hearts with Addie. And Tina Shepherd. Hi. Hi. By the way. Oh, and while we're, <laughs> we're getting Sorry, over guys. some coffee, and it's, it's okay. okay. I coughed in the last pod- podcast, too. So they That's they know. That's true. Um, while we're on the subject of saying hi, JJ Shepherd from the podcast known as Calvin Talks told me to tell you guys that he said hi. Because they've not recorded their podcast yet, because JJ currently has very little voice. So. He talks like this. So. He doesn't listen to this podcast, so he doesn't ever need to know that I just said that. <laughs> you wouldn't be able to, you'd be like, what? 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 And then he doesn't like that very much, so. And sometimes, I don't know if y'all listen to his podcast, I highly recommend it, it's fantastic. But sometimes he's very quiet on there. Like, I'm t- I find myself turning it up to be able to hear dad. He's had some audio issues, so I, I think they're... I think that's the problem. Yeah, I think but, that they're getting those worked out, but you definitely wouldn't be able to hear him this week. Especially, so. yeah, so anyways, that has nothing to do with our podcast. We are on A Good Woman, and this week, we kind of went a, a different direction when it came... We didn't pick a specific person. We We've picked, done that a couple times, but I like it when we do that, so we kind picked, of mix it up uh, a little. Yeah. We picked a example that we are given in the Bible. I guess all of the other women are also examples, but we'll, we're not talking about that. We're given, we are going to do a section of verses that allude to what a woman should be. But you could, you could like sum them up and say the aged women is who we're the, talking about. Huh. You should have given the introduction to this. I kind of stumbled all over it. That's okay. Anyways. We're doing the aged women. Yeah. <laughs> the aged women. Anyways, I'm going to go ahead and read Titus verses, nope, chapter 2, verses 1 through 5. Um, but speak thou the things which become sound doctrine, that the aged men be sober, grave, temperate, sound in faith, in charity, and patience. The aged women likewise, that they be in behavior as becometh holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. Do you okay. want to go first with your point? Oh, sure. Because I feel like I've done the whole talking so far, well, we kind of touched on it a little bit last week when we were talking about those who might tear down their own house, um, and that's kind of what we did. we didn't pick a specific person last week either. Yeah, we picked a verse and we were like, "This, don't do this." You know, it's funny. I'm sorry. This is I'm interrupting again to talk, but here we are. I was reading my Bible study book yesterday, and you know what verse it was? Proverbs. Yes. The one we did last week. Yeah. 20 yeah. T- something. 13, 21. That's not it. That is Please not it. Please do not say it. Do not quote me. That is not even close. 13. I thought it was 17. Maybe it is. Maybe it's 1731. 1721. Oh, no. I think it's 13, though. 13. Now we have to find it. Uh-oh. 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 
Uh, 14, verse 1. Oh. Every wise close. woman buildeth her house, but the foolish plucketh it down with her hands. I was kind of hoping there were 20 verses in Proverbs 13, so I could be like, well, 13, 21 is 4, 1. But it's not. So, anyways. Well, I like the fact. So, I mean, if you go back to the first part that we read today in Titus chapter 2, it's telling us there, speak the things which become sound doctrine, and then it gives a list of what those things are. Um, that the aged men be sober, grave, and then gives a list there. And then the aged women likewise, so, so like the aged men. Also this. Yeah, it gives a you know a list for the aged women um, that they are to be like um, those a behavior that becometh holiness. And gives a list, not, not false accusers, not given to wine, teachers of good things. And then gives another list that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet or sensible, um, chaste, which would be pure, keepers at home. I, I realize I'm kind of rereading the verses that she already read, but mm-hmm. I think it's important to look at the lists that are there because all of it falls under sound doctrine. So these aren't just like suggestions of how you should be, but it are th- it's things that are sound doctrine. So these are important. And if you get all the way down to the last part that she read, that the word of God be not blasphemed. So it is way more than a suggestion. And in fact, not doing these things. Blasphemy. Yeah, it's blasphemy. And so that's something that we, you know, we think of blasphemy as something like shocking and horrible that we would do. But if you just are um, a person who doesn't love your husband right or your children right or whatever, then that is actually, it blasphemes the word of God. Because God set up the home to be a certain way. So if you decide to do it your own way, blasphemy. Well, and it then takes away from all of God's design and his glory, right? So, and I think that's where the blasphemy comes in. It's like you're making a mockery of what God has set up. Yes, because God designed everything that he did design has a purpose. I mean, if you just look at the human body or you look at the nature around you and you see how things work, like God had a plan for each of those things and he had a plan for how our body functions. And, you know, if one of your organs is out of whack and not doing the right things, it causes problems throughout your entire body, right? Yeah, it can throw everything off. But the home is the same way. So if we choose to do things differently and so one person in the home is not acting like God has designed them in their role to be, then it's going to throw everything out of whack within the home. And so, and I think that women are especially important in that role um, because that's what God gave us as a big part of our job, right? To be keepers at home. And I don't know who gave a lesson about this, but I have a note written in there about being keepers at home. And it's like a lighthouse keeper. And so it's that person who, you know, goes and, and lights that that light so that all those can see the dangers and all of those kinds of things. So just the idea of being a lighthouse keeper and the important role that that is. So knowing that as a woman within the home, you have a critical role. And I think so, so many times we just ignore that and think that it's not important or, and I think really our culture has set it up that way. Our culture makes it feel like if you are a keeper at home, you are failing as a woman. 
Yeah. Because you do not have... I don't know. They make it seem unimportant and worthless and lame. But it's cool. It's cool to be a homemaker. It is cool because that is... Can you put that on a poster? A poster just going to hang it in your room? Yeah. It's cool to be a housekeeper. (laughs) Can you be the poster girl for that? Yeah. She's giving a little thumbs thumbs up. I look... It's cool. It is cool. It's a very important job, and God knew that when he designed it. He knew it needed to be done, or he wouldn't have designed it like that. If it was pointless, he wouldn't have put you in charge of it. That's right. I'm in. Did you want to do your point? I do want to do mine. I just didn't want to interrupt your point. Oh, no, I think I'm good with my point. My point in all of this was um, I heard a lesson. I don't know who gave it. I don't know when it was given. I I hear a lot of lessons, and they kind of get all befuddled. Is that the word I'm thinking of? Muddled? Muddled. I keep doing that. I keep saying words that sound like other words that are not <laughs> they what rhyme. I mean. It yeah. rhymes with befuddled. Muddled. They Muddled. all get, basically, they all get mixed up in my brain, and then I don't know <coughs> which one <clears throat> specifically I'm trying to speak of. But, anyways... They said that it's not just elderly women teaching, like, young adults. It's every... You you are older, regardless of your age, you are older than somebody. And you're setting an example for that somebody. Um, and I think that's so important to remember. Because I forget sometimes. Because I'm just 18. So there are a lot of people who are older than me, and I look up to them, and I know that I look up to them, but I forget that there's people looking at me as well. There's a whole generation that is younger than me, and I need to be living my life in such a way that sets an example for them. I think that's a really good point, and I think, too, that another thing that we forget and maybe have forgotten for a while is that it is more, and I know that I've said this before in other podcasts, but like shining your light and being a good example in the way you live is a really important part of all of it. But there also need to be actual like words spoken in teaching these things because your example will do a lot to set that up, but sometimes like it doesn't actually click until someone says it to you like Mm -hmm. in that lesson you know like you can read these verses over and over that the older or the aged women are to teach the younger but until someone like spelled it out for you in that way it didn't click someone because i always read the verse and i always thought like old people well this old person needs to be teaching these young adults and like people my age i guess i guess i guess technically i'm a young adult you are that is weird I agreed, but like, but you are. I felt like that's how it needed to be, right? But then when somebody said that, I was like, "Oh, wait a second, that's me. I need to be teaching the younger women to how how to be my age in a proper way," you know. And I think that's part of the beauty of uh, not only the, the the pattern of the home. Sorry, as I stutter that God has designed, but also the pattern within the church that God has designed. Because again, he wants it to be like a family to where we have 
older women, we have older men who then take the younger ones under their wing. And, you know, like Addie is saying, not just meaning like if you're over 50, then, you you know, it's like, but all of it together, like it's, I mean, when you think about what you said with like it being a family, like in a family, what you, what you have here is siblings and siblings are going to teach each other things. That's just, if one sibling knows something that the other one says it, don't, they instantly teach them. But That's then also within the family, you have yeah. grandparents and parents and children and, and they're grandchildren. All teaching and they're all learning from each other. That's right. And that's how it should be. Yeah. And, and that's so, what it's trying to say. Yeah. So be an example. And don't just be an example. Be a good one. Everybody's an example. And I think, too, that like um, going along with that, you need to make sure that you have bonds as a young person yes. or as an older person with those of other generations. It's so easy to be so comfortable in your own group with the people who are your age that you forget to kind of branch out and be in other places but you have to you have to be that example to those people so it's really it's just important to have those connections and like as young people you need it but as older people they need it as well so I mean it is really easy to stay like you know you within your teen group in the teen class or whatever it's easy for you guys to all sit together and all hang out afterwards. And that's wonderful. And like having friendships within the church is a a beautiful and important thing, but to make sure that you're all, you know, also looking above and below your age group and seeing who else you can help, you know, can you help? And I know that you have young mothers, right? Because you're not there yet. And so that's something that you can help them with. You yeah, like going and just playing with some of the kids so that they can get some time Riley with their is just the cutest <laughs> with their friends to visit, you know, afterwards and you know, to let them have peace of mind while they do that and they get encouragement and fellowship. Or we talked about it last week because it was an election. And so for years Addie has gone and babysat other kids so their parents could go vote. And then it was weird because I had to go vote. Yeah, so like she's wait wait a minute. This is not usually what I do on election day. It's like wait, um, my civic duty is to babysit. Um, so yeah, just looking within your family and within your congregation to see, you know, what are some older people that I can look up to and learn from, and some younger people that I can <coughs> help encourage Sorry, and teach. Guys. So make relationships what the church is all about yes that's our relationship advice for this week yeah it's not boy girl relationship it is for friend relationship <laughs> wow that was a struggle it was hard i would say it's generational relationships <sighs> that's so much better why do i keep talking when you're just gonna say everything i say but better i just feed off of you oh you're my inspiration, Addie. Aw, that's so sweet. See, we have a general origin. <laughs> what did you call it? Generational relationship. Yeah. That really is hard to say. It, I realized that as I tried to push it out of my mouth. <laughs> we do. It's good. It's good. I love it. High five. High five. Um, yeah. Oh, I have one more thing I wanted to tell oh. them. Okay, go for it. Oh, um, the other day, 
for school, I had to record a podcast. And I just wanted to tell you guys that this podcast is my favorite and I didn't like that other podcast. And I will not be continuing to do podcasts on different theorists. I was like, is there somewhere that people can go and listen to that podcast? I think it is on Podbean. Is it really? So go look up Addie Shepard on Podbean and listen to her talk about theorists for early childhood education. I'm so serious right now. It was terrible. Like, I know that y'all listened to the first one of our podcasts, and I know you guys know that it was bad. Well, this was so much worse. I literally, my cough was so much worse, and I was losing my voice, so I paused it, like, every 30 seconds. And first of all, looked up what I was going to say next, because I didn't know anything about these people, and then, like, read it, summarized it in my own words on the podcast, and did that for, like, 10 minutes. So, don't listen to it. Don't look it up. I did not want to publish it, but I had to. So I told her she was going to like forget that I wasn't sitting here and she was going to like pause for me to talk <coughs> and there would be no one here. I wish you were there. I feel like it would have gone better. It's hard to talk for 10 minutes straight. That is a lot without having someone to bounce it off of. But yeah. there's a lot of people out there that do it. Well, if you are one of those people, serious props because I can't do it. That's what I learned. I'm glad you're here. I'm glad we talk about something I actually care about, like the Bible, and not Howard Gardner from Scranton, Pennsylvania. Um, That's literally all I remember from that podcast. Well, I personally love doing this podcast with you, and I think the fact that we do, like, mom and daughter, and our two perspectives, I think it's pretty cool. I think it's a good podcast. I I don't know, I've never actually listened to it. I have, but only accidentally when my podcast app like just rolls into another one and I'm driving kind of like how I accidentally ate meat um yeah so Addie has been a vegetarian for what do we decide 12 10 11 a lot of years and as of last night <laughs> she ate some chicken in an egg roll and kind of liked it so, so I eat meat now yeah then she came home and had some bacon because I mean if I'm gonna I'm, if I'm gonna eat meat I'm gonna eat bacon gotta okay. go with the bacon so, I had bacon. It was great. There's more in the fridge. Yeah. It bacon was, first It snack. was a strange day. It was a strange night. That's for sure. All right. We're coming up to 20 minutes here. That now. was great. Yeah, I, I was, like it. I thought it was a great podcast. I'm glad to be back on this podcast. Do not look up my other podcast. I'm looking it up. Oh, it's so bad, Mom. I'm probably going to get F on this assignment. <laughs> hey, it's better than writing a five-page paper. That is true. All right. That's it. Hey. All right. Did we say thank you? I literally thought you were about to say something. I was like, what? <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.